This is the Neds NRL Punting Podcast with Jarrell Yao Yi, Oscar Panifex, Liam Fogarty, and Jared Timms. State of Origin is over for another year and it's full steam ahead towards the NRL Finals. Huge round 21 looms and we're back for episode 21, season 2 of the Neds NRL Punting Podcast. Running out of breath here, my name is Jared Timms. With me, 63 games for the Broncos, but apparently big MLS fan as well, Gerald Yao Yeah, No, not a big MLS <laughs> fan. Sitting here watching Just the soccer. A big gooner, mate, and um, <laughs> I've always been an Arsenal fan. We know that. Yeah. I think our uh, listeners know that. They're over there at the moment touring, but this is not about them. Yeah. This is about me and you guys. So let's move on. In terms, of, <laughs> well, in terms of any sport, do you put any weighting on a pre-season tour like this one, or is it just a bit of, you know, sort of pre-game three, 2010 oh, I, origin look, fun, if you I know think, what I mean? I think we could all, you know, contest here that if you watch your team like you did this year, yeah. watch your team go well in the preseason. it could go either one way or the other. Yeah. When they go shit, they go, yeah, That feels like a long just, time ago, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, How it, have I walked into that I one? Know, I did not. Wow. Well, unlucky for you, but you can say they go, if they go shit, they go, oh, it's just a trial. If they go, good, great, great preparation for the year ahead. Yeah, okay. So that's how I'm looking at this, uh, this year with uh, the Gooners. All right, punters, you heard him just pipe up then. Talking some smack. Talking a bit of smack. Thank you for that. <laughs> Talking a bit of well, spice. Guys, I was going to say, <laughs> rugby league writers, pardon my singer, it's Oscar <laughs> oh, Panavex. Yeah, shout out KFC, the colonel. Oh, Mad respect. Yeah. Might have to get some wicked wings on the way. There's a lot of character going on here. Clothes by KFC. Yeah, apparently. Didn't know they did them, but I, I didn't know. So jump on, I'm glad jump that they on, do. Boys. Well, you yeah. have to be a shareholder in the place to get them, so obviously <laughs> oh, we know our mate over here on the board. The amount of zinger boxes I've bought over the years. Yeah, true. Should have some equity in that company. Love me some spiky, spicy boxes. And finally, Ned's betting man and advocate of Stanzo brand fedoras, Liam Fogarty. They're nice. <laughs> yeah, those Stanzos are nice. How are we, boys? It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Is that Biggie Smalls? Can we give it back to him? It's close yeah. enough. Brown bread for so many years, you brought him back, son. <laughs> had to, well had to dig it out for him. <laughs> it's all good, baby, baby. Let's go. Deary me. All right, guys, it's been a week since Origin 3 has wrapped up. Yeah. It's been ages since we've been sitting here talking. It does. Actually. Good to see you again, Denim Dan. And like, it's really, really, really just happy to, you know, to be talking about that. Origins, it's over. I mean, it's as much as we want to keep talking about it, it does make for an interesting next year, doesn't it? That New South Wales showed up that and saved a whitewash. Pretty happy, actually. Like, obviously, it would have been nice to see that side, but we spoke about it. Mm. Were they up to the caliber of the side in 2010? Probably not. So, mm. to end that debate, you know, obviously, New South Wales came out. You know, flying, um, played a really good game of footy and just makes it interesting for next year. What do you think they did well, Oscar? Uh, they the chose the, 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 makeup, <laughs> the makeup of the team. Yeah. Um, I thought Cameron Murray at 13 was excellent. I thought the spaces that he created for Cody Walker mm-hmm. allowed uh, Cody to do his thing. I thought Keon Kalamatungi and Excellent. Liam Martin were both superb yeah. in big minute edge rolls. Yep. Makes you wonder why Liam wasn't there the first two. Same with Cam, same with Keon. So I think they were just feeling each other out. Um, just like um, Freddie said, you know, he's rested a couple mm. of players in the last game for next year. Mm. They'll, they'll be good for game four, <laughs> won't they? <laughs> yeah, Steph was pretty tired after those 12 yeah, months. Oh, yeah. well, I'm he sure needed, he was. He needed eight months and off. And <laughs> look, I'm sure he's doing, been doing a lot of running at his, at his home club. That's for sure. <laughs> I reckon Queensland were actually that revved up for game three? No, I don't think so. No. I mean, but look, with those guys in those camps, I think you have to lose one of these whitewashers 
to understand how hard it is to actually get one. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, you hear you heard JT sort of spoke about it um, pretty openly. Um, Billy Slater, you know, spoke about how hard it is to win three in a row. They spoke about in two thousand and nine where they um, dropped the ball on one. You know, and they said, you know, I think we really understood that we needed to lose to understand how to win the, the third one next time. Yep. So um, if they get another opportunity with this type of group, which is, you know, might not be a chance because there's obviously players getting older, players leaving and not getting picked inside. So if they do find themselves back in the situation, I'm sure they'll take it a little bit differently. Everyone has had an opinion on this. We'll be the last people to talk about it, mm. I'm sure, this year. Absolutely not. Uh, is it enough for Brad Fittler to keep his job in 2024? I'll let you guys answer that question. Yeah. What do you want as a Blues fan? I think it's time for a reshuffle. Yeah, I'm probably with you, Jared, but um, <laughs> I think that from the outside looking in, it might be enough for Freddie to keep oh, his job. Oh, yeah, wouldn't that make you sick as yeah. well? Look, yeah. uh, there's talk that they're the bringing uh, Is it Brian Smith they wanted to bring in as an yes. advisor yeah, for selections? Right, okay, um, yeah, look, I don't know. I think... You know, it's excellent that an he was able. An advisor in origin? I oh, know. Yeah, it's a bit I'm weird. not sure. I, w- anyway. I wouldn't be surprised if Freddie holds the gig for another year. All right. Well, let's move on from that. We have another six or seven weeks of the regular season, mm. and at the end of it, Payne Huss is going to test the open market. Uh, it seemed like this was always going to be the case. Certainly from the end of last year, there was a lot mm. of chat about it. Thoughts, Gerald? He's not going anywhere. He's not. I don't think he is. No, nah. not even to the Titans. I think on it's the a, way up. Obviously, I think it's a. I think this is management for him. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, look, I'd, who I know in pain and what he's like and how he, how much he enjoys this group of players. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just don't think he would be as happy. You know, he's obviously got a lot of family here. Um, you know, there's obviously been dramas with his family and I think he wants to stay close with his family. Mm. I really don't see pain leaving. Um, hitting the open market, I don't think that's an issue at all. Yeah. I think most players are – I mean, everyone's entitled to do that. Um, but I just, I just don't think – I mean, if they win a grand final this year, maybe it becomes a bit of a different story that he might go somewhere else and try and, you know, find the money. Yeah. But if they don't, I think at the Broncos at the moment, if you're an outsider looking in, and we are, um, I think you've got to keep Payne and Patty together. Mm. And I think they're the type of guys you build your team around. And yep. I think Patrick's a, the next captain for the Broncos. And I think his, you know, partner in crime is Payne Haas. So – I think they have a very good relationship, but I don't think it'd be. It's going to be nice to see him go to the because we've we've spoken about it a lot to see what he's. But I just don't think he's going anywhere. As a famous fanboy, mm. has this worried you at all, or it's, do you agree with what Jarrell's saying? It's, here? it's frustrated me because yeah. um, I I feel like it's almost every couple of months pains in the news about wanting out, wanting more money, mm. and he's the best prop in the game. That's mm. absolutely fair, and he deserves as much money mm. as he commands, which is a lot, but. I'm just. I just want him locked down. I'm sick of him coming out and asking for more coin. And well, and I'll say this though: Have we actually heard him say that? Yeah. No, but it's, maybe it's just the narrative. I'm just. I'm sick of the narrative. No, I'm, no, hundred percent. So, but what I'm saying is, I'm putting my players hat on. And I'm just like, if he really wanted to say all that stuff, I think he would come out. Yeah. I actually don't think it's him. I've, I've, you know, had a long time to mull over it. I actually just think it's his management doing their jobs. Yeah. But we probably need to hear from Payne, right? Like, we haven't heard from him. Mm. So I think he probably needs to start talking. Like, what does he want to do? And we need to hear from the man himself. So, yeah, I actually don't think it's him now because, like, we would have heard from him by now. I haven't heard from him at all. Yeah. I haven't heard him. He doesn't really do a lot of media. True. He doesn't yeah. talk a lot. So 
I think there's a little bit of um, you know something to think about there when we think it's him. I, I think it might be just those guys doing their jobs trying to get the most money. Yeah, New South Welshman, hey? Some blokes just don't it's get some it. Get, Is that right? Yeah, I think so. And, <laughs> like, will it get to a point where he's getting paid so much that the like it's not worth it anymore like you can only what to have the conversation or well, he's not worth well being yeah like are you you can only get so much production from a prop surely mm. like is is it going to get to a point where the bronx then do start paying him too much and you know it's not balanced well, and then we can't yeah, build a team like age regardless well, the front you, look yeah. at Taumalolo for example like yeah. he, he took a lot of money for 10 years and now he's on the bench like yeah it's a it's an interesting position that they're going to have to try and balance I also think that if you're getting paid the most money at your club you got to be a game winner and I'm I don't think front rowers are game winners. I'm talking about game winners. People take penalty goals. Mm. People who are kicking the field goals. People who are, you know, yeah, scoring tries, scoring length of the field tries. Yeah, like yeah. they're the they're the big money earners. Yeah, because they're the guys winning the games for you. Don't I'm not I'm not saying that Payne doesn't set people up to win games because mm. I think that's his job. Yeah, his yep. job is to put the halves, the centers, fullback wingers in the best positions to win the game and then they just take care of it. You're not going to see Payne go, give me the ball and give me, let me kick the field goal in a grand final. I hope not. <laughs> really hope not. You know? It'd be yeah. pretty cool though. Yeah. It would be pretty cool. But <laughs> Capo did it early last year. Yeah, yeah true. Yep. I but I just, yeah, I just, I'm not sure that they're, they're warranted to, to have that much money as of yet. I'm not saying the game's not going that way, but mm. just saying not right now. Yeah, I think if there was any prop you were going to spend a meal on, it's him. it'd have to be him. Yeah. Um, or maybe Tino, and I mm. think I would bet, um, I don't know what I'd bet, I'd bet a lot that one of Tino or Payne is going to end up at the Roosters. Wow. wow. Of Tino, at the Roosters. Tino or Payne Haas, one of those two will end up at the Chooks. See, I, I was thinking Bulldogs. Yeah, I just... The, the Roosters have got a track record of picking up these marquee players. Yeah. They're going to need a front rower. Um, you know, Joe Boria Hargraves has re-signed for one more season, but mm. they're going to need um, someone to, to fill that void. And, I mean, who better than, than Hassel or Fasul Malawi? With Lenyu coming over next year as mm. well. Yeah. Yeah. Does it? Oh, I suppose I was going to say, does it therefore probably point more so to Payne, given Tino's brother gets a run on the Gold Coast mm. pretty frequently? Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. If the Tino, I mean, I mean, if, if Payne leaves, I mean, that leaves a great hole for Tino to an opportunity at the Broncos because yeah. it opens a lot of money up. Yeah. But I don't think Tino's asking for the money that Payne is, mm. like publicly anyway. Yeah. I mean, if it's not Payne, it's the management. But I don't think Tino's asking for that money. Obviously, he wants to get paid well, but there will be a big hole there yep. yeah. that um that will need to be filled if Payne Haas does leave and they'll need another big boy. And imagine having imagine having the front rower for Queensland in the back row. Big country yeah. Tino. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. hey, I think he loves the Gold Coast lifestyle too, Tino. No, well, it's, well, I'll say this. All the Broncos players that love the Gold Coast lifestyle, they basically live there and they travel down. Yeah. When uh, Neds was the principal partner of the Titans a couple of years ago, we went down, we we're filming a media thing for about six hours there one day. Mm. And no word of a lie, for three and a half hours, Tino was just on a mountain bike with his shoes off riding <laughs> around the field. While everyone else trained, now he's the captain of the team. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Yeah. What a life. Why would you want to leave that? That's the point that I'm it's, making. It's true, but you probably want to win some more grand finals. Also as well. true. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, Oscar, are Cronulla a myth? 
<laughs> yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. I was really keen on the Sharkies last year. I got on them early to finish top four, which they, they did. Bit, haven't they? Yeah. They just, their defence is still uh, hamstringing them. They concede an average of 20 or 21 points a game, yep. which goes a long way, I think, to explaining their poor record against top eight sides. Their attack is one of, or it might actually be statistically the best in the comp. Um, if not in the top three. But, yeah, they just they don't have the resilience and the grit when they're under pressure. I mean, we saw the Warriors just pulled them apart mm, last weekend. They did. Um, it's triggered some changes on that left edge. Mm. Obviously, Teague Wilton's uh, out p- potentially for the season, I think, which is really unfortunate. Moylo. Yeah, Moylan's been dropped. dropped. Hasn't it? And yeah. Talakai back to the bench. And Talakai moved to the bench, so, which I, I think those are good decisions that um, Fitzgibbon's made this week. I'm a big... Um, Braden Trindle fan and yep. Connor Tracy has not let anyone down anytime he's played first grade so I'm not surprised to see those changes yeah. but yeah I mean I wrote about road to the finals for each club this week in the blog and I won't be surprised if Sharky's finished ninth wow yeah, that's, okay. in, that's incredible mm. I mean it's a good shout I don't hate it because mm. they feel like they've just declined and declined and declined yep. they haven't got better and better It's and it's weird because that's not Craig Fitzgibbon. That's not his philosophy. That's mm. he's a he's a hard worker himself, and I'm sure he'd be beating himself up about this because he's le- obviously left a great Roosters outfit, and the way that Trent Robinson coaches, mm. he would have took a lot from that. Yep. So to be in and the he position, was a defensive he, coach, yeah, yeah. Well, well and to be in the position he is at the moment, it'd be tough for him mm. because he because. He does just as much hard work as a player, physically and mentally. You know, yep. like what he does for that place. So it's going to see. It's going to be weird to see how they turn it around in the last seven weeks. Absolutely outstanding article you have written for the blog Thank this you. week. One of the in best. depth, you're yeah, yeah, going you. into the run home for all seventeen clubs yep. who they're read, playing, sorry. who they're against, That's and <laughs> where they're sitting currently on the ladder. Let's yep. go a bit further into this. What do we need to know? Yeah, we'll head on to the Neds blog. If you haven't read the article already, I won't run through all 17 clubs, but um, just... We've got time, so... No, keep keep going. I want to talk about the NRLW later. Yeah. Um, The teams inside the eight, we just mentioned the Sharks. Uh, I won't be surprised if they do manage to play finals footy, but it it also won't surprise to see them just slip out. Obviously, the Cowboys are in ninth position at the moment and coming home with a wet sail. I picked out this game... Um, this weekend, Cowboys versus Eels. I picked this one out a few weeks ago as one that might decide which one of those two teams plays finals footy this yeah. year. So a massive game this weekend for one the Cows and the Eels. One ninth, is that correct? That is yeah. correct, yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah, so very I'll interesting. I'll do a homework <laughs> for those teams. <laughs> um, teams currently inside the eight, I think the Warriors and the Raiders are fourth and fifth at the moment. It might have been the, the other way around. Yeah, yeah Raiders are fourth. Raiders are being <laughs> really slept on. Hell? I'm not sure what's going on. Yeah. I tip Ricky Stewart to be first coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in saying that, that I was gonna, yeah, sorry, what were that's two years in a row. I know. Well, two coaches have gone well. These things happen in threes too. So next season, you say, listen Kevin? to my preview yeah. in week one. You also said that one of Titans or Tigers would play a finals footy. And Titans year, are on the edge, to be fair. Yeah, true. They are still in. Shut up, Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Matt, 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 tell us about anyway, the Titans runner. Let me keep going. <laughs> I think the Warriors. I'm tipping them to finish top four. Which sound if anyone if any one of us had said that at the start of the year, we would have been laughed out of the room. Incredible. But they are playing well, with just, the third or fourth best defense. We've run them down to the lowest mm. start yeah, of the yeah. year because 
you know, in good faith, like over the years, they just have never yeah. started to hit their strap. And so they've they, always got a really attractive team on yeah, paper and yeah. they don't do it. And well, the things that they've been missing in the past have been resilience and defence. Yeah. They are one Andrew of, Webster, if not enter, the most. Andrew Webster enter, to chat. Enter Andrew Webster. If he doesn't win Coach of the Year. They're um, off their heads. The, the, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Warriors very friendly run home. Um, I think I'm backing them to finish top four. They had they conceded the most points of any club last season. Wow! And they're, and they're now playing with the third or fourth best defense in the comp. What a turnaround! Massive. You turnaround. know what? Oh, I'm I'm going to make a very bold prediction here. If they come up against Penrith in a final, I think they I think they beat Penrith. Really? Wow. Like in a grand final? No. Well, I'm just, just talking to knock out knock out finals. Right, yeah. Yeah. I think if anyone knows Penrith well enough. Yeah. I think it's Webster. Well, the last time they played Penrith was in Magic Round, mm-hmm. and um, I was watching that game with six Kiwis, so I might have been uh, watching <laughs> yeah. it with the wrong perspective, yep. but they copped it with a couple of really poor refereeing yeah. decisions, and they still kept it close. It might have blown out in the end, but yeah, I'd, I'm, I'm going to call it on now. The I'm going to call it now. If they come up against them in a knockout... Well, it uh, could be first week if yeah. it's first and fourth. True. Oh, wow. wow. The Warriors uh, to make the top four is a dollar fifty. Wow. Crazy short. Only four what weeks ago, that was my bold prediction. They'll yeah. play yeah. It's like a sure thing almost now. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. So Raiders two dollars eighty to make the top four. They're fourth at the moment. Uh, I I do think they'll slip down. But another team playing with great resilience. They've got an average winning yep. margin of like four points or something. Yep. They just keep putting them in positions to win the game late and they have been doing the job so well done the Raiders so out of those two I think we can pretty much lock in the Broncos Panthers and Storm for top four so that fourth spot is going to be for me it's between the Rabbitohs and the Warriors Mm. the Rabbitohs it just depends on if they can get back to the form that they were showing earlier in the year we haven't seen them play good footy for seven or eight weeks now but um, round 21 is the first time they've named a full-strength side this season. Mm. So, yeah, if they can get find their defensive form again, then I think they're a chance of sneaking into the four. And you'd have to think on this side of Origin, too, there is nothing else to focus on. Mm. Mm. Here we go. $2.30 to make the top four. Yeah, okay. yeah right. that might be the value then. Mm. And then outside the eight, obviously a few clubs not playing um, for probably out of reach for finals this year but still some some work that can be done I think between now and the end of the season clubs like the Dragons and the Bulldogs they've got new coaches coming in uh, sorry not not the Bulldogs uh, the Titans Titans. and the, the Dragons they've got to figure out what as much as they can, what their squad's going to look like before mm. the new coach and new players come in. For the Titans, I think Tanner Boyd is going to be under the microscope for the next seven weeks. Yeah. Mm. I think he's been pretty good this year, um, but without being great. Uh, and I wrote in the article that he's got time on his side. He's only 23 or 24, mm-hmm. but the Titans really don't have time on their side. So yeah. I think the next seven weeks might be a bit of an audition for Tanner Boyd. And then at the Dragons, unfortunately, Bud Sullivan's just been ruled out for the season. So... Yeah. Talatau Moon gets another crack, um, you know, to prove himself to Shane Flanagan. Mm-hmm. And guys like Zach Lomax, I think, have been playing on potential for a long time. Yeah. So yep. Flanagan's going to be looking at guys like that and trying to figure it out, um, well, you know, another, where he's going to play. He goes all right as well. Yeah, Hunter yeah. goes okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then Seagulls. I have to think about that for, for a second. Yeah. Yeah, well, we don't know. Is Hunty going to be there next year? Yeah. I don't Give us a bit more insight. No, that, right? that story's gone quiet. I don't yeah. think he is. I don't think he will be. Mm. This podcast has been playing on the potential yeah. of their friendship <laughs> for I a whole time. I, I honestly, hearing bloody nothing. Like, no, I honestly will say this. I don't think he'll be there from the what I'm getting, the energy okay. I'm getting from him. He's not going to be there next year. Yeah. But that'll, t- that'll obviously take into place where whether the Dragons let him go. Mm. How good would it be for a Tanner Boyd to sit on the bench behind a Ben Hunt and a uh, uh, Kieran Foran? 
Yeah, I mean, you couldn't find room for him on the bench with Jaden Campbell. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. Keep forgetting. Yeah, they've got some. God, that's a pain in the ass, isn't it? It's a good pain in the ass. Yeah, it's good and bad. But for a club in their position, you probably don't want that headache, do you? Yeah, the Brimson and Campbell situation. They they're no closer to figuring out how to use that. So yeah, yeah, that's one to watch out for the next seven weeks. All right. Well, what a great time of year it is for NRL nerds like you and Jason yep. Oliver. Not only is there eight games of NRL this week, <laughs> there's five games of NRLW oh, kicking yep, off from good. this week for yep. the next ten weeks as well. How do you want to do this? Do you want to talk about the five games this week? Do you want to just talk about the competition in general? Um, I might run through the ten teams super quickly, okay. have a look at their current premiership odds, yeah. uh, and just shout out a few players. Like it. Um, so we'll run through these. Roosters... Uh, Heavy favourites, three dollars at, at um, time of writing. They deserve to be favourites. Yeah, absolutely stacked. They got the best forward pack in the comp. They brought Millie Boyle. Bruce is being stacked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Un- yeah, yeah, unheard of, right? Yeah, unheard they of. Have I mean, a sombrero yeah. in both legs. Is <laughs> that deja vu talk, yeah. talking up the men's <laughs> yeah. roosters? Oh, no. oh no, no, no. Oh, well, don't get on them, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to wait and see, but. I don't think the women's rooster side is going to suffer the same no. fate as the men's. They brought Taryn Aitken over from the Broncos, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Queensland 5'8", Broncos, uh, two-time premiership winning 5'8". She's a very, very clever um, playmaker. They've got Jocelyn Kelleher in the in the halfback position next to her. They've lost Racine McGregor, who's the, the Cooper Cronk of the NRLW. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I think with the forward pack, they've got Millie Boyle, Amber Hall, um, Olivia Kearney, Keely Joseph, <clears throat> and uh, Keely Davis. Very strong. And then the outside backs as well, Corwin Baxter, Gums. Isabel Kelly, who yep. I think's the best centre in the game, just surges. So, yeah, I think they deserve to be yep. favourites. Pretty incredible I'm, side. I just I'm already, can't believe you're saying all those names in that side. That's yeah, just, yeah. stacked. Yeah. Yeah. I'm already on the Roosters um, to win, so that's my tip. $5 is the Broncos in second place. Um, they've lost Aitken, as I said, but they bring in Gail Broughton, who mm. played fullback for the Eels last year in what was her first year playing league. She was a sevens uh, union convert. Very clever player, but it's going to be interesting to see how she takes to the 5'8 position. Yeah. Um, they got Shanae Sazolka in the centres, who's really establishing herself as quite a quite a gun yep. outside back. And then they got a strong forward pack as well. Destiny Brill, Chelsea Lenarduzzi, um, Tasman Gray, Romy Teitzel. So I think they deserve most, to be second place. Most representative um, footy players, those are those girls that you just yep. um, spoke out. Um, yeah. So And Scott Prince as the coach. Scotty Prince and obviously year. Ali Brigginshaw. Ali Brigginshaw as well, yeah. So yeah, I... I be silly to rule out the Broncos. Uh, on the same price, $5 uh, the Knights, uh, equal second. They've lost a few. Millie Boyle, obviously. Um, Caitlin Johnson is another one. Who's um, She was the New South Wales prop. She had a tearaway year last season, but she hasn't tri- uh, played through any of the trials, and she's gone, undergoing a fitness test this week, apparently. If they don't have Caitlin, they, I think they're really going to struggle in the forward pack. Losing Millie Boyle and Caitlin were probably the two yeah. best yardage merchants in the game last year. They've still got a great side um, to make up to fullback. Jesse Southwell, who's my favourite young um, playmaker, and they're bringing over Georgia Roach um, from the UK as well. Mm-hmm. So they'll be there or thereabouts. $6 for the Sharkies. The big talking point here is Emma Tonegado moving from fullback into the 5'8 position. Yep. Right. I think she, she was Dragons last year. She was Dragons she was last year, yeah. yeah. And New South Wales fullback as well. Yeah. She was a really good fullback. I'm interested to see if she's got the playmate, the ball playing skills for a, for a um, half position. Yeah. Taylor Preston at seven has the best kicking game in the NRLW. So I think the Sharks are going to be pretty good. Um, Tiana Penitani is their captain in the centres. She's a gun as well. So mm. Sharkies are a good shout. 
$11, a big jump out um, for the Titans. I've also put a small stake on the They're Titans the value, to win. surely. Yeah. They are the value. Big value. Really, really exciting squad. Ivania Polite, who's a um, sevens convert. Um, a little slow kind of adjusting to the game last season, but she'll start at fullback this year. She's a terrifying. She's kind of like a Latrell Mitchell kind yeah. of fullback. Mm-hmm. Big body, powerful fend. Um, they've got Niall Williams, who's... Uh, Niall Williams-Guthrie, who's mm. Sonny Bill Williams' sister. She's playing in the centres. Um, Jamie Chapman, um, Fumono, and then in the forward pack, they've got Lauren Browns moving back into dummy half. She played halfback last year. Didn't really work out, but she's one of the best nines in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a strong pack as well. Riley Jorgensen was one that I watched in the under-19s Women's yeah. State of Origin <clears throat> yeah. game last week. Yeah. Um, she looks very, very good. Just tackled everything. I think she'll work her way into that side. So, yeah, I like the Titans um, this season. I think they just missed out of finals last yeah, year. Yeah, they did, yeah. Uh, jumping out again, $15 for the Eels. Uh, Kennedy Cherrington, who reminds me a little bit of, she plays similar to another um, woman, Samima Taufa at the Raiders. Both mm-hmm. of them very Reuben Cotter, like um, lock forwards. Not bad to have them in your side. Yeah, they're just both animals. Elsie uh, Albert, the PNG international at prop, and Rachel Pearson, who's like a very old school kind of traditional halfback mm-hmm. with a good kicking game. I think the Eels will be okay, but yeah, probably a bit of a gap between they them. They battled a bit last season yeah. too, didn't they? They did, the Eels, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. Very young squad last year. Dean Witters is their coach, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah he is. Yeah, I think, yeah, they did okay. They, they that's blooded. What the it was a. <laughs> that's what the boys call me. <laughs> oh, really? Did you yeah. know that? Yeah. <laughs> Bastards. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, On the way back from Canada, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, rounding out the last four teams, $17 for the Dragons. They have only five players left from their squad oh, from wow, last okay. season. Yeah. So Jamie Soward has overseen an absolute overhaul. Yeah. Racine McGregor is the, the big signing, the best halfback in the competition. Mm. She comes in there to lead that side, but they're a, a pretty young um, squad outside of the or unestablished squad. Yep. So, yeah, wait and see for the drags. Bit of the last season eels about mm. them. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cowboys, $17 as well. A very, very fresh squad. Emma Manselman at hooker played off the bench for the uh, Knights last season. She's, yeah. a, she's a good young player. And they've got uh, Tillett and Kira Dib in the halves. They're both the Indigenous All-Stars yep. halves. Yep. Good players, but... Yeah, the rest of the squad, a lot of girls who I haven't seen play footy before, so it's hard for me to kind of get a read on them. Yeah, I think it's just <clears throat> this is very cool for our young girls that are going to you know grow up and play footy mm. because this is this is the, this is the this is the game now, yeah. which is very very cool for us, and I can't wait you know to see. I've got a lot of nieces uh, who, who are keen go. on who are keen so on playing good. sports, and they want to play rugby league. So it's very cool to see the game moving forward like mm. this. Uh, last two, $21 for the Raiders. I mentioned Samima Taufa. She's one of my favourite players in the comp. She's an absolute animal. Uh, they've got Ash Quinlan, who the Eels debuted last year, so another young player mm-hmm. that probably wasn't um, you know, still finding her feet in the grade. Yeah. I really like Ash Quinlan. She's got a touch footy background. She's a clever playmaker. And then $21. Sorry, West's Tigers fans, no. but you are no. the longest dollars. I was having a look at their team list, though. Mm. Are they suffering from a bit of West Tigers syndrome Just in the blow betting, the club up. Kezi Apps is one of the most sort experienced, of experienced yep. women's rugby league yep. players. But Teal Vet Welsh yes. at her best is one yeah. of the best fullbacks. Yep. They're surely better than I would I, I'd personally have them around the Titans there, you know, maybe a little bit lesser than that. They're surely a better shout than the Dragons. Yeah, I don't I mean 
again, like the Cowboys, there's a lot of girls on that side I haven't seen play before. Yeah. So maybe ask me again in a couple of weeks. Yeah. They've got some great young talent, Losana Lutu, who played lock for the Blues under-19s last yeah. week. Okay. She will be the next big thing in the women's game. She's yeah. an absolute freak. Um, she's named on the bench in round one, though, which surprises me. They've got Sarah Togatuki at prop. She's like Spen- she's the Spencer Lenu of the NRLW. She's an animal. And Kezi Apps, as you mentioned, when I looked at the teams, I, I had Tigers lowest Absolutely on my last. list as well. From yeah. my perspective, I they've had a pretty good women's New South Wales True. team for a while, yep. and a lot of these players have played together yep. too. And I just wonder in a competition with a lot of younger teams mm. and a lot that haven't played together before, that might give them a little bit of an edge. Yep. Good shout. The Emily Curtin, they've got big wraps on the, the half. How do we get a program going? For the men and the women. <laughs> because if you put some of these players and girls together and they make babies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just okay, right. I'm just saying where you were going with that. I'm, I'm yeah. just saying this would be imagine your elite athletes that oh, would, yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah. Anyway, there's some money in this. That's yeah. what, well yeah. I'm just saying like it's started the first Nets just, NRL stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying though, geez, there would be some athletes coming out of those, uh, yeah. what those families. Crap. Wow, yeah. wow. Happy with that? Happy with that. Very excited for the NRLW to start this week. So okay, I'm, cool. a, I'm a bit worried about the segue I'm giving you from that into story time with Gerard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so well, I've been watching a lot of uh, yeah. you know a we bit of sports. We found a really good property out in Western <laughs> Sydney. No. We've been, we, I've been watching a bit of sports, and obviously um, Wimbledon. Yeah, um, okay, had just right. been obviously done. Carlos uh, yeah, wow, Thanks what a young money, Spanish, money, money. Spanish uh, young kid who's just. That's a sec. Twenty years old, mm-hmm. second Grand Slam. Yep. Right. Mm. Am I correct in yes. saying that? Yeah. Um, so I thought when I was watching, seeing so many you know celebrities sitting in the crowd, mm. and I was like, man, that must be cool. Yeah. Took me back to my time <laughs> when um, I played for Australia uh, in England. Um, we went on a tour of the Four Nations and we stayed in Kensington. Now, I'm not sure if you guys know if Kensington... Kensington's one of the fanciest places you could ever stay okay. um, when you're there and they put us rang back, you know, bang right in the middle of it. Um, every every night I was going to get blind at every pub there yeah. was. Me and my little <laughs> long neck mate who were emus on the tour, <laughs> Daily Cherry Evans. Uh, Josh Morris came along for the ride as well because he was, a, he was an emu at the time as well. But I ran into a few uh, celebrities while I was over there and... And these stories, like I, pro- I haven't really told these publicly, but a couple of people I ran into while I was um, over there in Kensington, um, one of them was, obviously I'm a big soccer fan, everyone knows that. Yeah. Um, not so much a big fan of, you know, this side that this guy played for, but so hungover, so hungover. Well, not even hungover, might have been still blind, getting in the elevator. Um, to you get, or the other person? Uh, no, just me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I had Sonny's on, got in the elevator to go down for breakfast slot yeah. very early, um, standing in this elevator with this big, tall, dark man. And I was like, oh, I just didn't want to make eye contact with him. <laughs> I was like, who the hell is this? Anyway, go down the elevator. He gets out. There's a Lamborghini pulled up at the front. Yeah. Um, he's got all these chains on him. And I sort of look closer. Mario Balotelli. Wow. Oh, okay. um, just right. sharing I an elevator with Mario Balotelli. Obviously, yeah. he was seeing... 
some of his friends, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> in the hotel. <laughs> he was at City at the time. Yeah. What um, year was that? Why Always Me. Uh, remember, he put had his shirt on uh, because he was obviously getting in trouble a lot. Um, doing that must have been shit. first mm. season, Mario. It was. It was yeah. because he only lasted, I think, one or two or three. I think he was there two and a half years. Yeah. Mancini just couldn't put up with him. He couldn't handle him. Couldn't yeah. handle him. So, anyway, on that same um, day, I'd gone for a walk um, with my little long neck mate, uh, David <laughs> yeah. Trevor Evans, trying to find probably another beer somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Run to this um, very handsome man and another lady. Wouldn't believe it. It was Joey from Friends. Oh, Matt, oh, wow. Matt, LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> Goat. Ran into Matt LeBlanc. Um, and... You know, continued to tell him that I was from Australia. Yeah. I think you could tell by my accent. <laughs> um, I'm just surprised he didn't tell me to f*** off. But <laughs> just a couple of sightings for me in Kensington in England. Yeah, right, okay. What would he have been doing there? Was that by the stage? Because he's on... Um, Not sure, actually. He's on Top Gear, but that surely wasn't by that That point. was 2011, so big, yeah. maybe he just, just would have been having a break. Kensington, man. Maybe he's just having a break, you know? Yeah. Just uh, break, uh, breaking off some bread while he was in England. I can get away from it here. Meanwhile, Jarrell Yao Yee and Daly Cherry Evans. <laughs> getting one from Australia. Yeah. <laughs> some, some yobbos chasing him <laughs> down the street. Uh, nothing Yorkshire pudding in a pint couldn't fit. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for Fog's Fast Five. Fox Fast Five, go. Boys, this may be the most prep I've ever done for a Fast wow. Five. Um, that probably means it's going to be the worst. Could be. Honest. <laughs> could, your could homework be. typically has been horrific. Well, well, you, you do your best work when you come off a bender. Uh, you've had no sleep. Yeah. And here you are getting yeah. eight hours a night. Yeah. Sensible so, work. Are you, you fraud? Well, that's actually the prep I've done. <laughs> <laughs> so during State of Origin, I, I set a timer to go off at, at certain intervals. Mm. Um, and when that time went off, I'd get up my phone and I'd write some notes about what was happening in the game at that point and my thoughts on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't looked at it since. <laughs> and we had a very big day at the races at Doombin the Wednesday oh, before the game oh, started. Yeah, so I thought, yes, I'd, we did. thought I'd pull out my phone uh, and read oh, them. Oh, this is good. And have a bit of a live reaction to what I've written. This yeah. could be <laughs> So you haven't read them all or you've, like, you've scanned over it? No, I haven't looked at them since Origin, which is, what, 10 days ago. Um, How many oh. did you take? Five notes? Five, the, five okay. notes. Yep. So, oh, well, six Fogs Fast Five. Yeah, I was just checking. It's actually, it's actually six. Gone, right? oh, oh, this is oh, one sorry. you had to ask. Jesus. So I started, started with pregame. Pre-game, I wrote, did okay at the races, nothing worth bragging about. <laughs> I think... I got six from eight. You got six. Oh, I think I got, I got invite. three or four, oh, I think. Not, nothing worth bragging about. I've already broken my rule. Nice. Fifteen minutes in, key on, tip on, critic can't kick. I think... <laughs> Yeah, I think that's fair. that was that was yeah, just fair. with that yeah. that New South Wales because try. he was kicking terrible. What? What was he? What was Why was he kicking? I don't know. Anyway, yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> Thirty minutes in, Brimo, what the <laughs> f- you doing, big boy? Question mark. <laughs> We're gonna have to go back and watch the game now. I can't remember what he'd done, but clearly I wasn't happy about it. Yeah, I think he, was, he passed. I think when he was on the inside and he tried to pass that ball to the ground, he passed yeah. it to the ground. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. Forty-five minutes in. <laughs> Bro, we do be fighting for our life, though. <laughs> I must have been like... He's going across the road we, for a kebab at this point. We were on the grind. like there w- It was just a lot of forward hit-ups, a lot of big battle in the middle. <laughs> 60 minutes in. Big red, run onto one. 
I think I think That's he was a, all he played a bit flat footed. I think the yeah. poor bugger. I think he could have. Well, he, he was brown bread. I don't yeah. think he's had much left in him. A bit more depth, I reckon. He got jammed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> seventy-five minutes in, uh, streaker on the field, comma. Me. <laughs> I think I was pretty pretty upset at that point. Um, That's similar to the notes I take when I watch footy. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't even want to know my notes I take. Honestly, yeah, far, that yeah. was pretty tame. All things considered, <laughs> yeah. For you, I'm surprised you could write. Yeah, <laughs> there you go, boys. With all the stats, trends, and betting you need to know, this is the offload. Don't argue. <laughs> Yep, so diving into round 20, top players of the round. We'll start with State of Origin and their New South Wales players, unfortunately. Bradman Best, two tries on debut. We hung a lot of shit on him, um, but he scored, yeah, two tries on debut. As I mentioned, $23 for that. You got a couple yeah. punters found him, nothing worth talking about. Cody Walker, man mm. of the match, yeah. $9. Wow, uh, he was outstanding. Incredible performance. And one bloke on this podcast last week, said word for word we love reading out word for word here was if I was a New South Wales boy I'd be co- backing Cody Walker for man of the match who, someone did say that who would that have been mm, someone I don't did. know didn't back him because I'm not a New South Wales boy <laughs> the uh, the bloke I wanted to talk about in round 20 player of the round in my eyes was Xavier Coates he scored his second hat trick against the Roosters this year alone uh, and that was paying $23 wow. as well he, he had a really good series I actually thought when he played, obviously, sorry, when he um, coaching. Do you reckon? Yeah, I actually thought, no, sh- running-wise, attacking-wise, yes. he carried the ball so yes. much better. Yep. Defensively, obviously, still needs the things yeah. to pick up, but yep. he obviously took that away and he's been attacking well. Yeah, I yeah, think I called him a kook to you boys during that game three. I think that's one of the messages I remember yeah, sending. Yeah, I, was, I was like, bro, he's playing like kook. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> That's not good. No. <laughs> He's not good. <laughs> Who are our punters' pals, Liam? So Dom Young uh, mm. has been incredible try scorer this year. Going to the Roosters next year, mm. Dom Young has scored at least one try in each of Newcastle's last six mm. matches as a favourite at McDonald Jones Stadium. One of my favourite players to watch this year, Dallin Wateni Zalesniak. Yeah. Yeah. He has scored at least one try in seven of New Zealand's last eight matches. He scored like 11 tries in his last eight games. Or he's he's, out, he's blown his... I think he's way above what his, his highest yeah. tries. He's on fifteen at the moment. I think he was on. I think was, I think it might have been nine or ten. Yeah, they wouldn't have scored many of the dogs no. when he was playing. Um, and then one bloke who's really, really exploded this year was Isaac Togo. Is that mm. how you pronounce his name? Yeah, Tung- yeah. or Tungo. Tungo. Apologies, yeah. Isaac. Uh, he's scored two yeah, tries. Yeah. He is. <laughs> critter, critter got him on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, come listen to this. <laughs> Isaac has scored two tries in each of his last four. Interstate appearances, wow. so loves coming up to Queensland. Yeah. I'm assuming he might have done that in Melbourne as well. Uh, yes, yeah, right. Very He's good. on fire at the moment. Have you got right. any tips for round 21? I do, I do, I do. We're going to start with. Well, you will be saying, you will be saying that. <laughs> I've only got two tips. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. New Zealand Warriors versus Canberra Raiders. Uh, Canberra has won each of his last six matches after a bye. Interesting stat to consider, but I'm leaning with the Warriors. Mm. The tips don't really go that way, but. I found a bit of a happy medium. The away team has covered the line in 11 of the last 12 matches between the Wars and Canberra, and four of New Zealand's last five matches have gone over the total match points mm, line. Okay. So Canberra plus seven and a half and over 43 and a half points is four bucks. Canberra one to 12 has hit in something ridiculous. It's a like, lot. Yeah, it's a Ten, lot. Uh, 
11, uh, sorry, nine of the last 10 wins have been by a margin wow. of 10 or less. Yeah. Wow. Incredible. Okay. So I'm back Very in the good. Warriors, but I think Canberra plus seven and a half and overs, as I said, four bucks is probably the way to go if you're following these tips. Yeah, right. Very good. Knights, Melbourne Storm. So Melbourne has won both halves in each of its last five games at McDonald Jones Stadium, and each of the last four matches between Newey and Melbourne have gone over the total match points line. So I'm taking Melbourne at halftime, full-time, and over 45 and a half at $3.10. Yeah, nice. That one's got green tick in the open group written all over Ooh, yeah. it. What about if you're not first, you're last? Pretty good week for uh, first try scorers. There was a couple of prop forwards that went over, but we'll start in that Newcastle game on the Friday. Tyson Gamble's $31 first try scorer. We had Dean Madison on debut mm. for Manly. He was $41. So good. Moses Leota, $41, mm. and he did the big Batista machine <laughs> yes. gun celebration. That was that awesome. Was, that's been my favourite so far. Oh. What about the Brad Parkers one? Did oh, you see that? That was oh, pretty sweet. And then Reggie Campbell-Gillard, $41 for first try scorer as well. Yeah, okay, mm. very well, good He won't value. be doing that for another four weeks. The, <laughs> hospital, <laughs> yeah, the hospital passes the massive bets that didn't get up. A few big ones. We found this with a couple of head scratchers here. So well, this is not a head scratcher. There was a few 10K bets on Queensland head-to-head. Mm. Oh, I was one of them. Just, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. Um, we don't earn that much. Yeah, no. <laughs> you definitely get hey, You don't know my unit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And a mouse. This this could be the most bizarre one I've found all year. So the Bulldogs Broncos game, one punter had twenty two thousand dollars on Jarrell Skelton anytime try scorer. Jarrell. Jarrell, yeah. Oh, I couldn't um, must have been a family member or, so, or a friend. Yeah, I don't know. What, sure. Was that his that was his debut? No. He, he played, played for one a while. game the week two, one or two weeks yeah, ago. One, so yeah. how are you backing him with confidence like that? Yeah. Exactly, I think exactly what yeah. Oscar yeah. just said. Yeah, must have been family. Apologies. Uh, and then we had 30K on Para 13 plus. That's just oh. on Paramount so much, yeah. honestly. We might have to talk about that <laughs> later. <laughs> was that Blow the, blow the club up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, not even kidding. Yeah. Incorrect groundings are the multis that fell one leg short. This this one, uh, so a fair bit of money was won on the Newcastle-West Tigers game. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the most, probably the biggest incorrect grounding that we've seen all year. So it was six legs. Five dollars into what could have been seventy-two thousand oh, dollars. Oh no! Listen to it. As well. No, hold on. It's, it's, uh, it's <laughs> from five dollars. Yeah, five dollars. Oh my god! So it's hard to get my head around. So he's still got Greg Marzu first, ha- first, first try scorer. Greg yep. Marzu. Yep. Dom Young anytime. Dream Buller anytime. Bradman Best anytime. But then Isaiah Papali'i anytime was the leg that let him down. Um, it would have been $5 into 72k. Oh yeah. That is God. sickening. Would it, yeah. <sighs> Disgusting. Disgusting. I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> I'm speechless. Yeah, yeah. You really are speechless. Where? Well, what about the futures? Much movement? <laughs> uh, I would, uh, having a look at the market, I'd say there's officially four horses in the race. So mm-hmm. the Panthers at $2.80, Bronx at 5 bucks. Lucky because we're a horse, so it's yeah. good. Yeehaw. <laughs> uh, the Storm, $6.50, <laughs> and the Rabbitohs are $6.50. Well, I think they're the ones to back. Uh, and then there's a couple of double-digit outsiders. The Cows, $13. Warriors are 13 mm. Eels and Sharks are 17 They're in the teens uh, if you want to have a flash on them, but I don't. Wouldn't back them with any confidence, uh, and then no one else is worth mentioning. They've all blown out to $100 plus. I think six of them are worth a shout. Cows and Warriors are yep. value, but mm. yep. leave me out of the Eels and yeah, the Sharks. No, they yeah. are horrific. Often. 
Finally, don't tell the miso. Oh, we had a great week in open groups. Yeah. Really, yes. really good week. So it started very poor start with Origin. Obviously, I backed a lot of Queensland heavy things. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. None of them got up. Yeah. And this bloke in open groups sprayed me after Origin. <laughs> yeah. And, he called, and that's been hanging on for the last yeah, few days too. Yeah. It? It, um, so a lot of the, the, the funniest ones got deleted. Um, but then a couple <laughs> of blokes actually went out to bat for me uh, in the open groups. So a few, <laughs> few of the punters said how, how good a bloke I actually am. It yeah. shows they really don't know me. Um, but <laughs> thank you to the punters in open groups for having my back. Um, That'll be the people in customer service whose job yeah, it is to probably. do that. Let's be real. Um, <laughs> but I kind of, I took it personally after old Johnny. That's uh, when I took it personal. Put it, yeah. So I, um, <laughs> like I, <a> Jordan. <laughs> I busted my ass to do the form and, and hit a few things this week. Um, and so between Oscar and I, we landed six out of seven on our result tips. Oh, must uh, have been all you, mate. I had a shocker weekend. Oh, I wanted to include Thank you. Thank you, mate. No, no, no. He got one. I got one. You got one result tip. Yeah. I got five. Yeah, there you go. All you. Um, we landed a few anytime single anytime try scorers as well, uh, and then on the Friday game, so the first game after Origin, I took Knights thirteen plus, Marzu and Dom Young anytime try scorer for five dollars twenty, and that was just a beautiful middle finger to old mate that chirped me and said I couldn't <laughs> land anything. Yeah. Really enjoyed that, um, and then the punters did really well as well this week. Three, oh, four legs. Oh, actually, I didn't write it down. Shit. Oh, no. Shit, I forgot about uh, a really good multi. He's doing his was, homework again. <laughs> I was too busy talking about how good I was. I forgot, <laughs> forgot to actually write down what the punters did. So apologies, punters. Uh, well, we're talking about, this week. Well, we're, we're talking about open group fig jam here. This is the Greyhound group in the last two go- days here, guys. Win, win, win. Win. Win, win, oh, same right. race, multi. It's just the last two days. So punters, if you're I'm not seeing in. anything, I'm getting in in the NRL groups Monday through Thursday. <laughs> join dishies. me in the greyhounds. <laughs> Love some dishes. All right, thanks for half a job there, Liam. Yeah, well, the Neds NRL punting podcast multi. I've said it once today. I've said it pretty much all season. I really hate the Parramatta Eels. Mm. We were looking down the barrel of two consecutive multi wins, and it got to my final leg. And it was an alternate line as well. I yep. wound them back in against the Titans at home, mind you. Yep. We needed four and a half points, and they scraped home by a single point. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Yeah, that yep. is yuck. Let's have another go. I just don't know how you even went on the Parramatta game. Well, just like... No, but that's not who you are, though. Well, it's not who I am, so and I've been absolutely punished well, we, I think what we're trying to say is as you don't have to be a fraud here. We're all friends. That was the tenth time this season we've missed by one, one leg. Tenth. So we've hit double yep. figures, boys. Congratulations. 50% of the time. It works, works all every time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's kick off again, Gerard. Your first this week? Yeah, I've uh, dabbled in the Broncos South game mm-hmm. um, and an inclusion, late inclusion obviously because early in the week, uh, Corey Oates has injured himself once again. Jeez, he's just had a bad run yeah. uh, over the last couple of years. But yeah. <clears throat> Jesse Arthurs comes into the side and has been doing a great job when he's entered uh, the Broncos side. So I've for my second time this year, I've gone anti try time try scorer and I've gone Jesse Arthurs. Interesting selection. $2.25 mm. Thank for you. him this week. Yep. Liam, your second this week. The uh, the one that stood out to me the most this week was the Melbourne Storm against the Newcastle Knights. Um, yeah. Melbourne's covered the line in five of his last six night matches. The line's set at uh, minus eight and a half for Melbourne, and I've just shaved that in a little bit. I've got the Storm minus four and a half. Dollar sixty, I believe. That's a that's, really that's good, good multi yeah. leg. Honestly, really, yes. really good multi leg. I'm third this week oh. uh, with a couple of anytime try scorers in the fold. I've gone a little bit shorter here as well. 
The Cows are absolutely airborne. They return home this week against the Parramatta Eels, mm. and I think they're going to win. A dollar forty-five head to head. It's better not come That's back what and bite you in the arse. <laughs> I will like honestly. I can't believe you bet on the Eels game again. Yeah, I can't believe you've gone there again. But they're a terrible bloody club. We have and faith. North Queensland are outstanding. So <laughs> the definition of insanity, I think, is doing the same things over and over. Well, thanks, thanks for giving me a segue of the definition of insanity, Oscar. Where are we looking hey. for the final? Uh... This is logical as it comes, boys. Yeah. Uh, the the Warriors tore up the Sharks' left edge last week. It's been an area of weakness for the Sharks all season. They have swapped in, uh, swapped out, and swapped in a couple of players. Um, but I still think that the Manly Seagulls will send all their traffic through Daly Cherry Evans on the right edge. Hamole Olakawatu at $3.45. And how many times has that worked against good defences mm. as well? That, yeah, great point. Like, he's a go-to for them on kicks, short balls, grubbers. He can bloody score from 50 metres out. Mm. If it's part of the game plan, I think, yeah, great value. Okay, I take back what I said. Go Thank to you. Seagulls. <laughs> great value as well, $3.45. Gerald, Jesse Arthur's anytime, $2.25. Liam has got an <laughs> alternate line for the Storm. Their favourites by four and a half points, $1.60. I've taken the cows to win against everyone's most hated club in the league. $1.45 for them. And Oscar Hamali Olekowatu, anytime try, $3.45. This is the one that we need, boys. $19. Ooh. Let's go. Well, this one gets up. Drew, Dr- are you getting on? <laughs> <laughs> what did I get on? No, I got on the Origin one and it just fell. Oh, no. Yeah, so, yeah but it was your fault. Shot. 13 plus. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> to be fair, I think we had one leg hit in that, so... Good. All right. Punters, it's available for your convenience under NRL round specials at neds.com.au or on the Neds app. And Liam is putting it straight into the Neds NRL open group. For all the customer service people to get on. (laughs) All right. It's that time of week, guys. We've got to have a final thought and then name the podcast. So while you have a think about naming the podcast, Ryle, let's start with you, Liam. What's your final thought? Final thought. The fourth test gets underway tonight. Should have known. Very, very excited. Uh, The Aussies have dropped Todd Murphy and brought Cameron Green back in. So we've got five SEMA bowlers. Uh, I'm very excited. I think... We don't need to win this, uh, and there's a lot of rain forecast for the back end of, I know... So draws? Uh, yeah. 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 I just can't... Don't forget it's... tonight is day one. Yeah, I'm aware, I'm aware, but there's... So there's passing... I've actually gone and had a proper look at the weather. So there's passing showers forecast for days one to three. Days four and five, it's proper torrential rain. Right. Wow, okay. So, Manchester to a T, Old Trafford, yeah, of course. Yeah. So a, do- a draw was a do- uh, $4.30. Um, I've got on that. You boys don't have to follow me this time. Um, but it could be a lot of antiques Roadshow on TV. Yeah, uh, right. Okay. For the next five and days. Manchester, good for seamers, isn't it? We've. Well, I don't think we've lost there since like 1983 or something no, like that, have we? So. I think so. I wrote the write up the other day. So in, since eight, the 1800s, it's we've got nine wins, seven losses, and 15 draws. Right. Okay. Uh, and Steve Smith <laughs> scored 290 runs there across two innings last time. Okay. So I've also backed him. On his overs, he's to score a 50 and to score a 100 uh, at a decent price. All right. Don't hate that at all, Oscar. What's your final thought of the week? Is it rugby league related? Yeah, it's rugby league related. Uh, I was going to say NRLW, but I've already talked about the NRLW. I just think this round, I think you said it at the top, Jared, one of the best rounds of footy we've had all year. We've got Spoon Bowl between the Dragons and the Tigers. Spoon Bowl. Spoon Bowl's the best. Warriors and Raiders fighting for a top four spot. (laughs) Uh, Rabbitohs and Broncos doing the same thing. Roosters and Titans, you could argue their seasons are already over, but they most certainly will be if they lose in that one. 
And you got to remember the history there because Roos has knocked Titans out of that semi a couple of yeah. years ago oh, as yeah. well. So a bit juicy. Knights versus Storm. How you going? And then Cowboys Eels. I think is going to be the game of the round. Whoever wins out of that side, uh, out of that game, I'm backing to play finals footy. Um, so yeah, keen as for the footy this weekend. Yeah, my final thought is getting behind the Matildas mm. um, because obviously they yes. start their run um, to World Cup history. Well, by the time this is out, they'll uh, they'll be playing their first game against the Republic of Ireland yep. down in Sydney. Uh, second game is here in Vegas, Suncorp Stadium, but it's not called Suncorp Stadium. They call it Brisbane Stadium. Brisbane Stadium, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they change yeah, it. they have sponsors, yeah. yeah. Oh. yeah. So, so very, very weird, but like... You should have called it Lane Park. Yeah. They're paying $10. They were talking about that for they're a while. They're paying $10 to win it. So Get all if out, there's yeah. any chance... I think that we're a chance this year, yeah. a massive chance. So it's a, it's good odds. And then obviously the EPL guys, twelfth of August, it's back. Is that okay. is that it? It's not just, far it's away. Short off season. Honestly, I have been counting the days down. There's no interruption, no international, no um World Cup in the middle of this uh, competition. So if you love your soccer, um, get ready because it's starting tomorrow and it's uh yeah it's it's getting better and better. Who's your tip? For, yeah, I, th- I think with the ins that we've had this year, um, we've just bought Declan Rice from West Ham, $105 million uh, transfer fee. Uh, Jurian Timber, AX, uh, he's a very, very good young player as well. And I think we're still yet to add. Um, I think we've still got a little bit of money left over. We've spent $210 million, which is very unlike us, but the Cronkies have given the uh, the okay to spend a little bit of money, Mikel, uh, this year. and. Man, I cannot wait for oh, it. There's no excuses for Arsenal listening. There's, there, is, there actually isn't any excuse. We didn't have any depth last year. Yeah. So I think um, it'll be a very, very telling sign that we will go and win the Premier League next year. Why back year. to the Matildas, but your mum was a good soccer Yeah, player, so my mum was actually a Matilda before they were called the Matilda. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, my mum and my auntie, um, Leonie and Rhonda, yeah, he, um, sisters. My mum was a, a sweeper, well, like a, a centre defensive yeah. mid. Wow. Um, okay. Back in the day, mum loved getting a bit dirty as well. So. Nice. Um, yeah, they, she, they they went overseas and played a fair bit of soccer. So um, <clears throat> sort of paved the way, really, for women's soccer um, back in the day. And then mum just gave it up. She's got brown bread knees now, so the old girls hung the boots up. And um, she's also played <laughs> rugby league for Australia as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, so... We've got the wrong yeah on yeah. the show. Here. Yeah, oh, believe me. <laughs> Give her a couple of beers, you won't shut her up. <laughs> Love you, mother. Absolutely outstanding. What are we calling this? Pardon my zinger? <laughs> oh, I don't hate I've it. I've just been staring at Zinger for the last hour. Jarrell mentioned Yorkshire puds and pints. Mm. Uh, that, that stuck with me. Yeah. Um, that was, that's York, yeah, if you haven't had a Yorkshire pudding and a pint, you can go and get f***ed. Poor <laughs> <laughs> well, Rich, he's going to be working overtime Yorkshire on pod. <laughs> yeah, none of this is usable. Yeah. What about Yorkshire pudding and pint greater than Zinger? <laughs> if you can fit that all in the, hey. in the headline. Go for it. Yeah. Okay, thanks for listening to this absolutely jumbled title of the podcast. Punters, enjoy the footy this weekend and all of the sport around the world, really. Mm, it's an absolute golden patch. No. We'll see you next week. If you're having a bad, always remember to gamble responsibly. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Ned's NRL Punting Podcast. Remember to like, subscribe, and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.